You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. I hope you had a great weekend. The number, if you would like to uh, chime in on the show... Is 800-922-6680, 800-922-6680. I'm a little disappointed because for the first time in my life, I was going to uh, I was going to spend money on a pair of shoes, like like a, a more than, you know, the most expensive shoes I think I ever bought were a pair of uh, Doc Martens in the 90s for $100. Because, uh, you know, shoes. And I'm not saying I don't have nice shoes, but I don't have really nice shoes, right? And, and then Donald Trump in Philadelphia at the sneaker con uh, introduced these gold-spangled American flag Trump speaker, uh, uh, shoes that reminded me of, like, old-school Adidas, like in 1985-ish, 86, 88-ish kind of, you know, except for gold with an American flag, the, the tackiest damn things I've ever seen. And I thought, you know what? I want a pair of these. I think I want a pair of these because it's kind of a giant bleep you to everybody in the world who doesn't like Donald Trump and doesn't like America first and the left in general, and they were priced at $399. So I immediately go on there. I tell my wife, I may buy something stupid. I think I'm going to buy some of these shoes. My son literally sent me the link. He was making fun of me. He's like, oh, why don't you order some of these? I was like, okay, okay. So I get online, and they were already sold out. <laughs> they were already sold out, man. $400. And, and you know, it's, it's a campaign donation, I guess, right? $400 for these gold high tops adorned with an American flag. The uh, uh, Included the uh, the Trump-branded Victory 47. Fragrances also come, by the way. Uh, Trump fragrance. Smells like victory to me. $99. Sales of the sneakers and fragrance are facilitated through a website which explicitly denies any affiliation with Trump's campaign ex- uh, efforts. Okay, whatever. Well, anyway, they were ni- $399 and they were sold out. One pair sold for $9,000 to somebody at the uh, at the sneaker con in Philadelphia. So if you think you're going to be able to get one uh, a pair at ni- $399, it's not going to happen because they sold out like that. I kind of figured that. Yeah. So uh, Kathy Hochul is uh, reassuring New York businesses that after the Trump ruling, they're not going to go after anybody else. You have nothing to worry about, which proves what? That the uh, the takedown of Donald Trump, the uh, the case in New York against Donald Trump for overvaluing his properties was a political hit job. It proved it. It proved it. Otherwise, she would say, hey, did you see what Donald Trump did? We're going to come after businesses who did the same thing because it's so terrible and so awful. We had to fine him $400 million because it's so terrible and awful. So we're going to come after you if you did this. That's what should have happened, right? But no, she's telling businesses that, no, everything is perfectly fine. What Donald Trump did was very bad, but it's only Donald Trump and nobody else does that. Yeah, it's a joke, guys. We live in the Soviet Union. So you got nothing to worry about. Judge Arthur Ingeron, also a Democrat on Friday, ordered Trump to pay this enormous fine. It's a joke. Kathy Hochul appeared on the Cats Roundtable on, uh, what, uh, John Katsimidis' show on, uh, I believe it's WABC. I think that it's really an extraordinary, unusual circumstance that we have law-abiding and rule-following New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about because they're different than Donald Trump and his behavior. Now, they've never charged anyone in New York history with the crime that Donald Trump committed, and they never find anyone even close to that. So it was a political hit job. It, it has already sent ripples throughout the New York business community. If you in any way, shape, or form 
Support Donald Trump. They will come after you. If you are a conservative, they will come after you. That is true. So if you think this is a one-time hit job and you're doing business in New York, you're wrong. Oh, by the way, Remington Firearms is moving out of the state of New York. They've been there for 200 years. They're done. They're sick of the overregulation. Letitia James has already said she's going to sue the NRA. That's why the NRA moved out of there. By and large, that they, New York business owners, are honest people, and they're really trying to hide their assets, and they're following, they're not trying to hide their assets, they're following the rules. And so this judge determined that Donald Trump did not follow the rules. He was prosecuted, and truly, the governor of the state of New York does not have any say in the size of the fine, but we want to make sure that we don't have the level of interference in saying she would not overrule Ingram's decision. Hochul added, we need to clear a clear separation of powers. That's what is envisioned by our founding fathers. It's a giant flaming pile of crap. And anybody who is down with this, who is in the legal community, honestly, you're done. Your soul is sold. You have no business being in law. If you think this was a fair judgment, you are, there's something broken about you you have taken what was your your legal education with regard to the uh, the uh, the blindness of lady justice if you want to put it that way and you flushed it down the toilet you are nothing more than a pure political partisan if you are involved in the legal profession and you agree with this verdict and this fine you are broken beyond repair and you ought to be drummed out of the business. I'm not talking about just people in New York. I'm talking about these legal experts they bring on MSNBC. Oh, yeah, this is perfectly fine. And they twist their narrative like they twisted the law to go after Donald Trump. Here is Donald Trump over the weekend talking about the ruling. All you see is bitterness and revenge and hatred. Judge and Gorin just find me $355 million for doing everything right. $355 and these keep driving businesses down in New York. Keep going. Keep keep scribing your suicide note, New York. Repulsive abuses of power are not just uh, an attack on me. They're really an attack on you and all Americans. It's a disgusting. It's a disgusting thing. I deal with the bank. The bank is happy. There's no victims. There's no yeah, anything. Yeah. Three hundred and fifty-five million. I paid off a mortgage for a tiny fraction of that amount. I borrowed money, and they wanted me to borrow the money. I didn't even need Yeah, them. all of the banks wanted to do business with Donald Trump. There was no one there who lost any money, which generally these rulings are uh, a response to the amount of money that uh, the complainants, and there were no complainants but the state, but the amount of money that businesses who are suing uh, want to recoup the amount of money that they lost. But nobody lost any money because nobody complained. No bank went to Letitia James and said, Donald Trump screwed us over. Letitia James promised she was going after Donald Trump. This is why that, that woman needs to be taken, I mean, completely disbarred. At least Stefanik is introducing a measure to disbar her. But she literally, just like they did with Mar-a-Lago, they said, show me the man, I'll show you the crime. She said, we will find something. She was able to twist uh, things around to find what she needed, some sort of a charge of some type, and then find a sycophantic, left-leaning, insane judge who is of so laurel, of such low moral character that he would be willing to do this, just like they did in with Fonny Willis, uh, a low moral character, low intelligence, to pursue the charges against Donald Trump and 17 of his associates there. 
Here is uh, Alina Haba, who knows her business. She is a, an attorney for Trump, talking about the ridiculousness of this of this uh, verdict when nobody suffered. There were no victims at all. President Trump has been in three years of fights with Miss James and her team, and he didn't do anything wrong. What has happened is that we have somebody who ran for office on getting Trump before she even knew anything about the Trump organization. Never was in office before. Never been in office before. Walked in, ran on it. Held, we've seen the supported by money from George Soros. Video footage before a million times, and Miss James made her commitment to her campaign. That's what we saw. What she said: promises made, promises kept. You know, this is a woman who on Valentine's Day said, "You know, roses are red, violets are blue. Uh, no one is above the law." I mean, it, it, it's not normal behavior no, for an attorney no. general. No, it, it's third world. It's just not. Um, it's a serious office, and unfortunately, we've seen the corruption run deep, and these people are politically motivated. If there's any question, just look at the White House logs that show that she visited the White House before filing the complaint. Yeah, and um, that means that all of these indictments come from the White House. All of them are a political hit. I told you that from the very beginning. You want to live in this country? Do you want to live in this country where your Republican candidate, every time they run for office, will have indictments brought against them, made up charges with uh, minutia from, uh, from uh, 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 laws that were uh, uh, long since passed uh, from, the, from the middle of the, the last century or wherever they can find them, just to find something? You and I, they can go after you and me. Look at our, our, your life. How, how long have you been on the planet? They're going to find something. That's why they want to do the 87,000 IRS agents, so they can find something. That's why they're looking at your, your purchases. That's why they're looking for purchases at Cabela's and purchases at, uh, at Bass Pro and words like Bible and words like Trump and words like MAGA. Do you get it? They can come after you, too. All they got to do is find one little line, one little return, and you don't have enough money to hire a lawyer to defend yourself, and you're hosed. It's been done before. Throughout history, this has been done before by the greatest despots of the world, including Joseph Stalin, for whom which this administration literally is taking pages out of his playbook about everything. About everything. Here is uh, my much respected, and I think most people would respect, Jonathan Turley shredding the, uh, the settlement. Well, this court really proved Oscar Wilde's uh, rule that the only way to be rid of temptation is to yield to it. Uh, because the court has done everything short of ordering that Trump be thrown into a wood chipper. I mean, he, yeah, yeah. He, he's imposed a, almost the maximum amount uh, that James requested. He's barring him from doing business in a city where he's an iconic business. This fit. is, uh, let me just say it real quick. It's evil. It's evil. Here, uh, barring him from getting loans. That last part is particularly ironic because the banks not only said they were not victims and yeah. did not complain yeah. about the alleged fraud, but they said they wanted to do more business with Trump, that they described him Sounds as... Sounds like somebody was screwed over, don't it? ...as a whale client. And so this is all being done essentially in their name as victims, even though no one lost any money. None of us could find a case like this. Uh, and yet the first one you... Because they made it all up 
to go after Trump. Do you understand that? Have this uh, fortune that is being uh, demanded uh, by the court uh, to be turned over. Uh, I think there are real problems here. I think that this is going to uh, have the same impact on some appellate judges. There have to be some limits, including constitutional limits, on the size of penalties. This is confiscatory and, in my view, uh, uh, just excessive. Uh, you know, so I think there's a major appeal, obviously, that's going to 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 come. I was hoping that the court would defy its critics and show a more moderate response uh, to show that, yes, uh, there were assets were undervalued and overvalued. Uh I got to tell you, if you would have told me two years ago that the FBI was completely corrupt and that I would feel about the FBI as I do today, which is zero respect at all, zero respect for the FBI, done with the FBI, the FBI has to be completely reinvented. It has to. They have to fire everybody at the top. You can keep field agents who are honest. There are plenty of whistleblowers out there. Still do great work. But the FBI is scrod. So is the DHS. The DHS needs to go away. They have been nothing more than political tools of the state. That's all they are. This is Alan Dershowitz. He is a liberal. Also a, a, a fan of the show and a friend of the show, uh, talking about the uh, the DA in or the AG in the state of uh, New York, Letitia James, and why she needs to be drummed out of the legal profession. This is a variation of Stalin and Beria back in the Told 1930s ya. when the head of the KGB says to Stalin, show me the man, I'll find you the crime. This is show me the man, we know who it is, she told us who it was, Donald Trump, and we'll find you the fraud even though there was no harm. Nope. Generally in our legal system, particularly under the system of equity where you don't get a jury trial, if it's no harm, no foul, no harm, no fine. <laughs> but when you have no damages at all, no usually damage. you can do a multiple. Say there's a million dollars of damages, you can give three million dollar fine. But when you have zero damages, no matter how many times you multiply it, zero plus and times whatever is all still zero. So it's outrageous. Now, I don't know whether it's going to be reversed in the appellate division. It had better be reversed in the appellate decision. Now, coming up, truckers are doing what I recommended for Washington, D.C., a boycott of goods going to New York City in response to this. We'll uh, hear some audio from them. It's starting to grow. I'm hoping it will continue to grow, not only in New York City, but in, New in Washington, D.C., because they're not listening to us on the border. Uh, that is all coming up. This, my friends, is a Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. The Rob Carson Show podcast is everywhere. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen for details. Yeah, why isn't Kathy Hochul taking the Trump verdict and telling other real estate developers in New York, if you try the same thing, then we're going to take you down just like we did Trump. Instead, she's saying, oh, don't worry, this was only a one-off, uh, no big deal, uh, just Trump, not you. Stay here and do business with us. We're perfectly fine. Realizing, of course, this was a political hit job against Donald Trump, and it was... It's very obvious she just said that we're not going to go after anybody else. Proves it's a one-off political hit job. And then she's saying, no, stay here and do business. You think that's going to sate the, uh, the uh, appetite of Letitia James? Are you out of your mind?
Here is uh, Ted Cruz talking about the insane verdict on Friday and $350 million worth of damages. She campaigned, Letitia James campaigned on saying, I'm going to get Donald Trump. She got in front of this smirking, sanctimonious partisan Democrat who then, in that case, understand this judge just ordered Donald Trump to pay over $350 million for an offense that had no victim. Yeah. That involved giant international banks. Let's just say this right now. Uh, the verdict was, and there's no doubt about it, a political hit job. It, this isn't a debate ab about that. It is a debate about a political hit job. That took place and how we punish New York for it. That's it. It's how we punish the Democrat voters of New York and the people in power in New York. Not the people of New York who support Donald Trump. But unfortunately, they're going to suffer as well. ...that made money, didn't lose money, and that were eager to loan more money. And the entire thesis of it was, well, they say Trump overstated the value of his real estate. The last I checked, these banks were not fragile, vulnerable consumers. They went in and valued the real estate. They were eager to make the loans. They made money on it, and they wanted to make more. But what this is about, this is about power and trying to destroy Donald Trump. Why? Because ultimately, this is about attacking democracy. They want to stop the vote from voting for Donald Trump. Now, if this had been any other politician, this would have been left behind a years ago because nobody has the financial resources to deal with these attacks like Donald Trump. He came along at the right place and the right time with the right resources to be able to defend himself. Otherwise, they'd be just another, another politician who had been uh, tried and booted and removed and destroyed. But Donald Trump did not do that because he has the financial resources to do it, and he has the balls to do it, by the way, as well. Because he has dealt with idiots in New York City for decades. And that's why he's still standing. Here's Greg Jarrett. The damages here, like the judge, are daft and asinine. Because under the law, damages must always reflect the measurable harm. Here, yes. there was no harm. Yes. Not a single person testified they were injured, just the opposite. The Lenny Banks made... This is confiscatory. This is, this is the state of New York saying, not only are we going to go after a political enemy, we're going to stuff our coffers with his money. Huge profit. So how in the world a consumer protection statute... This is a tax. ...could be used to hold liable a businessman for a consumer harm that doesn't exist is one of the great legal mysteries... So I, I think at the very least, the New York's highest court should knock it down, even though the entire court is composed of seven justices appointed by Democrats. But Letitia James knew she was playing with house money here, right? Liberal courts and a liberal trial judge, Arthur Ngoron, who wore his anti-Trump bias on his... Jack Smith is a Hague judge. ...sleeve, arrogant, smug, obtuse... In his ruling, he pronounced Trump guilty of fraud, ignoring completely all the bank executives said we weren't defrauded or deceived. He said Trump falsified financial statements, ignoring Trump never prepared the financials. He hired top lawyers, accountants, real estate experts. They calculated the assets. And then the banks, as you point out, Sean, did due diligence. They concluded Trump had more than enough to secure the loans. They yeah, it's a political hit job. And now, hopefully, New York is going to suffer a, uh, a hit job from truckers, a trucker strike that is beginning to uh, catch steam. I will share the uh, beginnings of this coming up on the other side of the break. Randall, you hold on. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show.
A lot of the times when we think about bettering ourselves, we think of going on a diet, exercising. What about your brain? I'm kind of tired of scrolling through TV shows, finding nothing but mind-numbing content. That's why I decided to take a course from Hillsdale College. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories of the Book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses available for free. That's right, free. I personally recommend you sign up for American citizenship and its decline with Victor Davis Hanson. I think you know how I feel about Victor Davis Hanson. He is marvelous. In this eight-lecture course, Dr. Hanson explores the history of citizenship in the West, threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. Right now, you can go to hillsdale.edu slash newsmax to start. Go to hillsdale.edu slash newsmax. It's free. It's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu slash newsmax. Hillsdale.edu slash newsmax. It is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. The number is 800-922-6680. This is Joe Rogan. He is a liberal podcaster, the biggest podcaster in the country, actually, talking about ivermectin. By the way, 200 congresspeople have been treated with ivermectin for COVID. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Holy crap. Google that. 200. I believe you could probably find it in Dr. Pierre Corey's uh, Twitter page. Yeah. Be- before there were vaccines... This was a common treatment, an off-label treatment for COVID. Now, I do not know what the motivation for demonizing this this particular medication is. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist. Here, I'll just tell you. Uh, it's because ivermectin is cheap. All right? That, that's why. That's why it was uh, that the Big Pharma didn't want that as a solution. That, that's obvious now. We know that uh, the CDC, the HHS lied to us about COVID. We know that there were, there were treatments that could have si- saved lives, but they were verboten because the federal government didn't see any money in ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. That's just it. You know how I know that? Well, now because it's been proven right, but I knew it in my gut and I did my research. That's why the wellness company has created an emergency medical kit that has those meds. In a response, because Dr. Peter McAuliffe was censored and almost destroyed by our federal government for saying things like hydroxychloroquine works. Ivermectin works. It's not horse paste. It works. So we created the wellness company. And now you can go to the wellness company if you want those meds. And, you know, screw the CDC and the HHS. Hell with them. All they did was lie. All they did was lie to you and me. And look where we are now. we got a great awakening. And it's being led by people like Dr. Peter McAuliffe and the wellness company. Now, if you want to get this emergency medical kit, I know you've been <clears throat> hearing me talk about it. Just go to twc.health Carson, okay? twc.health Carson. You're going to save 10%. You're going to be able to get that ivermectin. You couldn't say that was good medicine a couple years ago. It was verboten. The federal government decided you couldn't even talk about it. And if you were a physician who prescribed it, you'd have your career ended. That's how sickening this whole chapter in history was twc.health slash Carson, twc.health slash Carson. There you go, if you want to get that. Let's go to Randall in Pacific Grove, wants to talk. Randall, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today, my friend? Hi, Rob. God, grant me the peace of mind to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. 
Amen. Yeah, this is a total uh, a malarkey garkey going on here. You know, I was trying to bring this up a couple years ago, and nobody believed me. But I am really worried that they're going to start going after uh, Trump's uh, apartment properties in New York City and condemn them and convert them over to HUD. I, I think that they're getting aggressive enough to do that. What do you think? Since they're talking real estate already, and I was trying to bring this up on talk shows, and I was slammed down every time because people just said that was a ridiculous uh, projection. What do you think about the potential of New York City, being that they're already talking, shutting down his businesses and going after his real estate, about them just using their power, their oligarchy, malarkey power to just – uh, use eminent domain over his apartment complex. Randall, Randall, um, thank you for bringing up the uh, the comment there. And I'll tell you that years ago I saw a documentary, I think it was on 60 Minutes, about Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. And he would literally, when he gained power, when he stole an election there, he walked down the street and he appropriated businesses by pointing at them. He just said, appropriated that is now a government business we are not that far from that although Kathy Hochul is saying it's not going to happen anybody else but what that verdict on Friday with no victim said to other businesses who have any political affiliations ever 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 is that New York will come after you New York will come after you and destroy you worried that they are going to seize all of his residential complexes and try to convert them into HUD for the radicals. Uh, real quick, before we hang up on a good note, I have a joke about Jeff Bezos real fast. All right. Okay, go ahead. What do you give the man who has everything? I don't know. The bill and an audit. All right. Thank you, Randall. I appreciate the phone call. I'm not sure if that, that punchline was worth the wait, but thank you for trying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the uh, Attorney General Letitia James declared not only Trump would be barred from doing business in New York for three years, but the damages would come to roughly $460 million once interest is included. So as far as I'm concerned, as long as uh, New York keeps putting people like this in office, uh, you know, I- I'm going to support this trucker boycott. There's a trucker boycott, by the way. And uh, there was a guy over the weekend who, uh, who said he's, got, he's, he's here. Chicago Ray is his name. And, uh, and there are people, there's already one trucking company that's saying, okay, well, we're going to cancel all deliveries into New York City. Now, I'm not sure if this is Manhattan proper or if it's New York City uh, and the surrounding boroughs or what it is, but there are people who are willing to say, we're not going to do this. We as truckers, because honestly, look at how difficult. You've got a commuter tax going into Manhattan now. It's $15, I believe, each way or each day, which you and I couldn't afford. That's groceries for a day. That's meals for a day. And then, and then all the regulations and all the bullcrap going on with the trucking industry in states like New York and California, wouldn't it just be easier to say, you know what, screw them. Honestly, screw them. Here's a little bit of this, uh, this trucker starting a uh, movement that I hope grows. About three drivers that I drive with, they already vibrated the boss and told them they ain't going to New York City. So I, I don't know... Uh, how far across the country this is, or how many truckers are going to start denying loads to go going to New York City. But <laughs> I'll tell you what, you f- down and find out. Okay, we're tired of you motherfuckers. This f- up. okay. You know, all of these uh, elites, and, you know, you'll hear, like, um, uh, Sonny Hostin on The View, and she'll say, Americans are racist. 
Well, you know what? Those people haul your groceries. Those people plant the crops that feed the animals that feed you or the crops that you eat. They haul in the fishing. Uh, the, the, they go out in fishing boats and they work their asses to the, uh, their, their fingers to the bone so you can eat regardless of color. And once you tick them off, and I, and I believe that obviously the producers of this country, the taxpayers of this country, are pissed the hell off. And I said probably a year ago, I said what ought to happen, there ought to be a trucker strike, they ought to shut down, boycott Washington, D.C. And then I said, but what will happen is all the representatives will leave D.C. and the D.C. people will be stuck in it. But at this point, honestly, considering that D.C. also is the home to 90% anti-Trump jury pools and corrupt crimes against conservatives, screw them. Sorry, screw them. And maybe it's time for the producers, maybe it's time for the truck drivers, maybe it's time for the people who have calluses on their hands to say, we're done with this bull crap, we don't have to feed your asses if you're going to do this to people that we support. This is Jennifer Hernandez. She is another trucker who is, uh, who is uh, joining this trucker's boycott, not going to be delivering loads of goods and services to New York City. It could shut New York City down. Um, and, you know, I don't want to hurt the people of New York. That's not what I'm trying Nobody to do. Does. But my part in it, if, if New York just loses 10%, just 10% of the trucks that go in there, their prices are going to skyrocket on everything from milk to eggs to any type of goods that the consumer needs. And when that happens, it's going to cost everybody more money. There you go. And uh, a lot of uh, people who work for uh, unions that give money to uh, to Democrats like the UAW, their rank and file are done with this nonsense too because they see in people like uh, Joe Biden and uh, Letitia James, they see their doom. And they're not going to pay for it. Thank you, President Trump. We got your back. The auto workers are going to support this guy. This is the guy who was called up on stage at the Trump rally this weekend on Newsmax. Like we did in 16, 20. We're going to do it again in 24. Everybody's going to get out and vote. We're going to vote. 85 million of us are going to vote for this guy. They can't cheat enough to beat him. I love you, brother. Yeah, the people who are in flyover country, the people who never get any attention paid to them, the people in East Palestine, they're saying we're done with this nonsense. And you and you saw Joe Biden went to East Palestine on uh, on Friday, you know, and and he decided to uh, rub it in their faces. By the way, <clears throat> he shows up in East Palestine. Here he is. Here are East Palestine uh, residents on the street by the hundreds, by the hundreds, saying too little, too late. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Look at all these deplorable white supremacists. Look at all these mega fascist enemies of democracy. Too little, too late. How are you guys doing? Like I said, we've got to overwhelm them with joy and patriotism and make them realize that the further they go down this rule toward this road towards despotism, we are going to take them down. We do not have to be taxpayers and producers anymore. We don't have to be their worker bees while, they, while we suffer and they enrich themselves.
Here's Joe Biden barely able to put together a sentence because his brain is gone. Today, President Biden toured the disaster site for the first time. Oh, here, here's, here's the president. Actually, he could barely eke out a sentence. He wiped his nose. It, listen, listen to this. My administration is on the ground within hours working closely with the governor, the mayor, the senators, the house. He's rubbing the people of East Palestine's face in it because none of the things that he did, he says, are true. All of those people have received nothing at all. And he went there to not only as an indignity to East Palestine, but once he got there, he rubbed he, their noses in the mess he's presided over. Members, community leaders, to make sure you have everything you need. My administration ordered Norfolk Southern to clean up the mess it created and ensure it was done right. That includes an executive order. This is all a lie. Order I signed to continue our priority to hold Norfolk Southern fully accountable for this disaster and any long-term effects. You've done nothing. That are able to be identified as time goes on. Not just here, but also in Darlington, Pennsylvania, where I just visited a few hours ago, an hour or so ago. From Benny Johnson, by the way, uh, yeah, he rubbed their faces in it, and you know we're only going to suffer so many more indignities, and it looks like truckers are done with it too, and they really, really, really should be. But you know, Joe Biden's brain is fine, right? We we learned that over the weekend. Joe Biden's uh, brain is fine. They're going to try and move on from the report from Robert Hur that says that he couldn't stand trial because nobody would convict him because he is an elderly man with a bad memory, meaning he's so mentally infirmed that they couldn't hold him guilty. He 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 would be the, the trial wouldn't be able to be held because he's not competent for trial. Listen to him this weekend. This is when he completely froze up like Mitch McConnell. I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking, but let me be clear. Yeah, uh-huh. You're never clear because your brain is gone. They're going to try and move on from that, by the way. It's not going to work. You already know it. You know why? Because we're not stupid. What else do we know? We also know that the case in New York political hit job. You know why? Because we're not stupid. You know, I mentioned earlier, ivermectin, perfectly good medicine. Why did I know that from the get-go? Because I'm not stupid. This is uh, uh, one of uh, uh, Joe Biden's attorneys, uh, Bauer, Mike, I think it's Mike Bauer, saying that uh, Joe Biden doesn't have a bad memory. Just this past week alone, the president, in public remarks, mixed up the leaders of France, Germany, and he referred to Egypt as Mexico. That's Kristen Welker on a show that nobody watches called Meet the Press. Does the president have any memory problems? He does not. I was in the interview room. And, and let me tell you one other vignette from the interview room. There were a couple of occasions when the special counsel, who had flagged at the beginning that sometimes he asks imprecise questions, asked questions that the president picked apart as a matter of logic. Sure. He showed that the sure. questions didn't have a logical underpinning. Sure. Now. Everybody in the room recognized that was the case. It showed yeah. the president was listening carefully and understood precisely what was wrong. Well, why don't you release the transcripts then so we could see that? Oh, you don't want to do that. Do you favor releasing them? Well, it's really a decision that has to take place within the government yeah. to classify to documents. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. See, if you're his counsel and you believe that his brain is fine, you say, absolutely, we want you to see that. But you see what uh, he just said was a lie. 
That's why. The president's personal counsel. Right. Would you recommend yes. that these be made public if they indeed back up your personal record? Again, there's a process underway. I'm not a specialist in that process, yes, and so yes, I really yes. have to defer to those yes, who have to work. No, no, he's not an expert in that, but he is an expert in saying that Joe Biden's brain is fine. Just not an expert in saying that it isn't. It is remarkable. Let's take a break and come back, my friends. This is The Rob Carson Show. Former President Trump visited shortly after. You've already shown us, uh, you know, how little you think of us. Today, his campaign blasted Biden for not doing the same. At a pro-Trump rally in East Palestine today, Kayla Miller, who fled with her three children after the derailment, agreed. He has not helped us. He's too little too late. Do you want the federal government to step in? At this point, I'll take anything. <laughs> you know, we're crying for somebody to help us to either get us out of the situation or go back and clean this properly. Yeah, by the way, uh, we're all East Palestine, by the way. We all are East Palestine. I mean, illegals flooded over the border, being allowed to come in and uh, uh, budgets being cut, parks department, schools being filled up with illegals, shelters being filled up with, filled up with illegals, why the homeless suffer while people die of fentanyl ODs. We're all East Palestine, guys. They don't give a crap about you. If you're an American citizen, they don't give a crap about you. That's it. Do you understand now? We are all East Palestine. We are all Lahaina. We are. Let's go to Monty in New, uh, let's see, North Dakota. He's in North Dakota. Monty, welcome to the show, man. What's up? Hey, Rob. Earlier this morning, I heard Judge Napolitano talk about this uh, fraud case and everything, and, and he read the legal definition of fraud. And it seems like Trump didn't really meet that, but it seems like the ruling from Judge Gargoyle did. So everything <laughs> yeah. he has done has been, has been fraud. And if you submit a court document that is knowingly fraudulent, that also is a crime. And I'm so happy that I'm not a Republican, Rob, because where is anybody standing up and saying, hey, you know what, we're going to see the jury today, and we're going to find out if uh, Judge Gargoyle here committed fraud against the court for uh, valuing Mar-a-Lago at $20 million or whatever it was. This yeah. judge and all these people have committed fraud. They've done other things also, depriving President Trump of his rights under color of law, which is a felony. And yes, nothing, no Republican, no DA anywhere is standing up and said, you know what, we can see the jury and we can take a look at this for election interference. Nobody is doing nothing. So I am proud today to say that I am not a Republican because no, there is nothing worse. There is nothing worse than the enemy within your own ranks. When you get Amen. stabbed in the back, Rob, that is the worst thing. If the enemy is in front of you, if these communists, we can see these communists, we know they're communists, we're against communists. But it's when these Republicans do nothing; they are the enemy, Rob. Amen, amen. I'm with you. You know, and you you look at you look at uh, and I and I said this about uh, Nikki Haley and others. I said if you're not willing to stand up for Donald Trump and these political indictments, then you are all you care about is you getting into office. The same goes with Fat Tubelard, Chris Christie. The same goes for Mitt Romney. The same goes for for uh, well, uh, at least at least uh, Vivek Ramaswamy stood up. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, Ron uh, uh, DeSantis did not until the last moment. But clearly, if if there are 
are people, if you are in the Republican Party and you don't recognize this as pure partisan uh, 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 targeting of a political opponent, and and if you don't take from these four indictments that these are political to prevent Donald Trump from being the president, if you put up your desires, your political desires above that because you think, eh, it's just Donald Trump, don't worry about it, then you are as guilty as the left for, for going after Donald Trump in the first place. That is a great, uh, that's a great call, Monty. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, and, and New York is going to suffer, and it should suffer, for putting people like Kathy Hochul in office, for putting people like Letitia James in office. Democrats have brought this upon New York. There are good people living in New York. New York is a great state. But with the people in charge now in New York, it will never stay great, and it will only decline. That's it. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. I heard you weren't too happy with this particular uh, network, Fox, but... I was watching. Yeah, I, I understand you exactly, but not exactly friendly. Greg Kelly over at Newsmax. The Newsmax people have been really, really terrific. Newsmax has been terrific. President Trump is right. Millions are tired of Fox, and they're switching to Newsmax Plus. It's the fastest-growing streaming service in America. You don't need woke Disney and Hulu anymore. Just get Newsmax Plus. Watch the best shows like Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Greta Van Susteren, and Eric Bowling, And get incredible analysis from Dick Morris, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, Mike Huckabee, and more. It's free to start. So go to NewsmaxPlus.com now to sign up and watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. All right, so coming up in the second hour, Joe Biden now has a Secret Service agent at the base of the short stairs on Air Force, Air Force One in case he falls. I wish I was kidding. New York Police Union is done with Alvin Bragg, and Texas now has a military base on the border, and the federal government is playing war games with the Texas National Guard. That's all coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show.